Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. So glad you're with me today. My name is Micah Burgess. I am a birth doula in Waco, Texas, and you are listening to Game Day, Birds Not Balls. I'm glad you're here. I have a guest with me today. I'm really excited about her being here. Uh, Danny. Hey. Hey. Introduce yourself <laughs> to my listeners. Hey, guys. I'm Danny Harris. I am a mom, a wife, and I should say I coined this a mom of two doTERRA babies. And we can get into that okay. <laughs> a little bit more. Um, and an advocate for taking charge of your fertility and living pain-free with endometriosis and PCOS if you deal with that. Wow. And just having happy, healthy hormones. That's what I love. I love that. Okay. Well, keep going. <laughs> keep talking about those yeah, things. Yeah. yeah you mentioned like sure. three or four big ones. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, big ones. Jump in. I can backtrack just a little bit okay, um, about my history, I guess. I was Perfect. born and raised in Waco. Grew up here. Nice. I don't know. If, are you from Waco? I'm Micah? a Wacoan. Okay. I didn't get here till like sixth grade, but I graduated from Waco <laughs> High. So Wacoan. I'm, I'm a Wacoan. Yeah. yeah. So I was born and raised here and um, moved away for a little bit for college and an internship in New York and then just came oh. back here and... Yeah, it's a great place to raise kids. How, long, ago, how long have you been back? Um, oh, gosh. That was, I don't even know. It doesn't matter. Yeah, right, go ahead. I graduated in like 2013 and then, yeah, have okay. been back pretty much ever since. Okay. Um, opened a yoga studio downtown, had that for almost four years, wow. and it's been almost three years now that that has closed. Wow. And so just motherhood for three years mm -hmm. and have been loving it and um, teach people full time on wellness and um, essential oil education and like I said happy healthy hormones and dealing with life with endometriosis and PCOS wow. and yeah helping a lot of people I say within our oil community but of course expands yeah. far beyond that um, get their period back their cycle yeah. back have it regular again mm -hmm. get off birth control um, yeah so so important yeah very important especially with you know the particular topic that I tend to talk about, which is childbirth. And so let's merge the two worlds here together and what I'm hoping uh, we can actually talk about. And, and I know one of the things that I particularly enjoy about you and what you're doing um, has to do with your yoga background. And I know you, you know, you're talking about now more specific wellness. Um, but for me in childbirth, one of the biggest secrets, of course, if you've been listening to my podcast very long, it's not a big secret anymore. But one of the biggest tips that I would give to anyone has to do with their breathing. Yep. And what I would love for you to do is talk to us a little bit about the importance of deep cleansing breaths. What What is actually happening in our bodies, in our minds? Why is it so important? Why does this work so well scientifically, physiologically for my clients. What 
give me the spiel. Yeah, totally. Are you game for taking a few deep breaths? Just a second. Yeah, I gotta, let's I got to cut this chill and just Absolutely, chill out for yeah. a second. Okay, so if you're listening, you can close your eyes if you want to. Maybe you're driving, so don't do that. But just go ahead and take a deep <laughs> breath in through your nose, just a normal, even breath. And then open your mouth, exhale. It can be audible. We'll just take two more. Inhale. Exhale. Last one. Inhale. Exhale. So whether you're yeah in this room right now or I know. So automatically, though, you can just feel your body just kind of relax and mm -hmm. get some focus back and some clarity. And I'm going to take it back to, I guess, when I first got started doing yoga, mm -hmm. which was in college. I went to TCU in Fort Worth. Okay. Um, always kind of did like, of course, athletics and stuff growing up, but intense like coaches yelling at me was never my thing. Mm. I do not enjoy that. Mm -hmm. um, and so like hit workouts, CrossFit, all that kind of stuff. I really, it's just not my jam, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so in college, I was just trying to find a workout that was good for me. And some friends were going to like a heated yoga studio. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going to try that. And so I started doing that. And it was just amazing. Like I would get out of the classes feeling so much like clear, more focused, wow. more relaxed. I mean, in college, I mean, in life in general right totally. now, everyone is stressed, but in college yes. and, you know, you have the pressure of getting good grades and mm -hmm. just being a good student and all of those things. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like it just gave me a sense of like, everything's going to be okay. Brings me back down to my baseline and I'm going to be good. Yeah. So I continued doing, it was heated yoga at the time, okay. um, pretty regularly and just fell in love with it. And what I noticed when I was doing that was they would guide you through your breath while you were, you know, doing your movement. Mm -hmm. um, and with that breath guidance, it was like my movement just kind of, you weren't even thinking about it. It was like all you could think about was your breath mm. and moving you through your breath, guiding your movements rather than the other way around. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, yeah, just that simple breath work of that's all that I needed to help me feel that way. And so then I got into a little bit more of like meditation or prayer. I'm mm -hmm. very, prayer for me is very inward and mm. um, to myself and yeah moving yoga almost came like a meditative prayer for me. Wow. So as I was moving, it was just the breath and I could focus on, you know, praying with God and all that kind of stuff instead of focusing so much on my movement and getting a workout in. Like it mm -hmm. was, it became mm -hmm. not about the workout. And even though I got the benefits of sure. that, it was all just about the brain and um, my breath and what that could do for me. So then fast forward, when I moved back to Waco at the time, this was 2014 ish, there was like no yoga. I mean, wow. there was yoga at the Y. Um, I actually was doing yoga out of a lady's back house garage apartment oh <laughs> with a gosh. few other girls. And that was like, unless you knew someone that was teaching it locally, like from their back yeah. house apartment, um, there really wasn't like a ton offered here. And so. Uh, way goes so backwards <laughs> oh, and so behind. At, at but times. it's grown so. It absolutely I mean, has. So much. I'm so thankful for that. Um, and so it kind of just fell into my lap. There was a developer downtown and. He's like, Dan, you need to check out this space. And I was like, I never envisioned myself opening up a yoga studio. Mm. Like that was the last thing I ever thought, but we didn't have it. And so there was a need and yeah. it needed to be filled. And at the time I was like, well, I don't know what else I'm going to do. I'm yeah. not going to go back to New York. I studied fashion merchandising. And so that was just not my path. And so I just 
took the plunge and opened up a yoga studio, of course, got certified and got all my instructors and everything. And um, yeah, it was an awesome four years. And so within that time period, then just seeing the effects and change and Mm. how simple breath work can impact so many lives by just teaching people how to breathe. And so I always said, like, I I even worked with some Baylor students and um, the acrobatic team and football and stuff. uh And girls, women especially, Mm. I think growing up, we're just hopefully not this generation, but I think our generation, we're taught suck in, suck in, hold your stomach in. So then the breathing naturally comes from the top, the chest, and you're taking an inhale and you're sucking in your stomach, right? And I saw this in yoga class teaching. So I would say, take a deep breath in. And instead of pushing their belly out and opening up and expanding their whole body, right. they would suck their stomach yep. in and open up their chest. And I'm like, oh my gosh, we have this so backwards. Yeah. So I saw that need and it it just needed to be changed yeah. and people needed to be retaught that you don't have to suck your stomach in, especially mm-hmm. women. I know. You don't need to pull your stomach in. Let it relax. Like that triggers so many other things. Of course, you know, like that, then Mm -hmm. your uterus is tightening and Mm -hmm. then that stress response. And there's so many other things that go in with that. Um, So anyways, I feel like that was the first kind of trigger of like, okay, something is really happening here. And when I'm teaching this in a proper way, it's really impacting the students and clients and customers. So can you speak to why it matters, what the big difference is when you breathe through your chest as opposed to abdomen. Can you talk us through that a little bit? Yeah, I am, to be honest, not a really scientific person, <laughs> scientific yeah. person, but I'm just like, let's figure out a way to make it easy. Yeah. Um, so when I teach breath work, it's just a big belly breath. So you take a deep breath in, fill your whole belly up. Like it's almost like a balloon that you're filling up belly first, then chest, open your shoulders. And then on your exhale, feel that balloon deflating, which is from your belly, pulling it back in, then your chest relax, then your shoulders. So all of this stems back, I think, to parasympathetic and sympathetic nervous system Mm. stuff, um, as well as your vagus nerve, which controls so many things Mm -hmm. in our body. And Actually, before this podcast, I'm like, I got to relook all this up because I know how to explain all of this in like normal terms, but sciencey terms, that's like, woo. Um, so yeah, so your vagus nerve is connected from brain to um, voice and down all the way to your digestive system. Wow. So when you think about your breath and a simple breath like that mm-hmm. affecting from your brain to your belly. That is really important, right? And so even I say if um, women are dealing with like constipation issues, digestive issues, stress, depression, anxiety, any of that, a deep breath is going to tell your, got to pause here, parasympathetic nervous system is relax, right? So it's going to say, okay, you can kick in Mm. and your sympathetic nervous system, which is like, I'm going to be late for this. I'm going to like run from that tide or whatever. But if you're in that state for too long of stress, 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 that's going to have an effect on your hormones. So wrapping Mm. it back to just um, taking charge of your fertility Mm. and having proper digestion, which all affects your hormones and your brain function. It's all connected. Um, Just taking a deep belly breath is affecting all of that. And so then when we take it back to birth, I'm Mm -hmm. like, if everyone just practiced inhaling through their nose, exhaling through their mouth, which I know when you're in it in the moment is not that easy. But even if you have someone guiding you through, like that was the only thing that got me through my births Mm -hmm. for real. It was intense breathing. breathing. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) That is the very first thing, honestly, like when I join a client um, at their home or their at the hospital and 
oftentimes, you know, we're not in the thick of it yet. It's not too hard. And I don't, I don't tweak things and fix things if they're managing fine. But as soon as that breathing through the contraction becomes labored or they're struggling and they're making faces, the very first thing I do is fix their breathing. The very first thing. And so just like what we did a second ago, I talked them through it. This is what it's going to look like. I demonstrate it and then I do it with them. So then for the next contraction, I take it a really good deep breath in through your nose, breathe all everything down and out, drop those shoulders, everything. So then we do that a couple of times through that one contraction. When that contraction's over, nine times out of 10, the client looks at me and goes, oh my gosh, that was so much easier. That's crazy. And that will help them and sustain them for hours. Mm-hmm. I'm not kidding. Like mm-hmm. I won't have to fix anything for a while. Mm-hmm. Just that breathing alone helps them relax. And then when, when we get to transition and now we're kind of starting to lose our ever loving minds because we've been doing this for hours and hours and hours. Now they're right on top of each other. The contractions, there's no break and on and on and on. I, I will remind them and take them back. Listen, the only thing you have control of right now is your breathing. So thing. focus on your breathing and just envision blowing all of that pain, all of that tension out of your mouth and just focus on your breath. That's it. You got to ignore everything else. Mm-hmm. And so it's huge. Mm-hmm. And not even in just birth and labor, but like in our daily life, yeah. breath is the one thing we have control mm. of. Like if you're stressed and anxious and running from thing to thing, like mm. your breath is the only thing that can slow you down. You have to take conscious effort to do that. But when you take the time and the pause to do that, yeah. I feel like it's like you said, it's the only thing that you have control over mm. to take back the situation that you're in, whatever that may be, including birth, <laughs> Exactly, <laughs> which is so important. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about your birth experiences. Yeah, um, both of them. I guess most of your audience is local, huh? So um, it's starting to change. Yeah, Yeah, okay. We're getting more and more people. Yeah, all over the country. I'm actually not sure exactly, but which is how fun is that? So that's awesome. But if you're local to Waco, I delivered both my babies at Providence with the midwives there, and they are wonderful. Morgan Estes is a close friend of mine, and um, was the midwife for both of them praising God that she was able to make <laughs> make both first. So the first one was just really very long and tiring. Mm. It got to the point of like, I don't know if I can make it through this. Um, and I didn't have a doula on my first birth. Mm. I wish I would have now. <laughs> um, I thought my husband could pull through on all the things you so need a doula for. But, man. you know, sweet husbands. And I can only speak for mine. Mm-hmm. But after a couple hours of hip squeezes, he was done. Mm-hmm. Like checked out, arms, you know, shaking. <laughs> Don't you want that epidural now, honey? (laughs) I know. (laughs) And so that was, yeah, at least 10 hours in the hospital laboring and then like two hours of pushing. Everything ended up being beautiful and great. and um, Which is typical for a first time birth, everybody. What she just said is not crazy, crazy. That's pretty typical. And that's what I had like kind of set my mind up for. So Mm. it wasn't terrible you mm-hmm. know what I could have stayed I think and labored at home a little bit longer so sure. maybe got to the hospital a little bit too soon but was still six centimeters dilated and That's by the great. time I got there so I was like, okay this is fine totally um and was able to use the tub there and the shower and water mm-hmm. and heat oh. is like my thing Bliss. and this yeah hip squeezes for both my labors were a necessity 
Um, so yeah, that was the first one. Millie, she's turning three on Sunday. Aww, Crazy. So I know. And then my second just yes. turned one yesterday. Yesterday. I saw that on Instagram. Yeah, her name is That's Della. crazy. <laughs> so two little girls. And, um, the second one was really crazy. That was last year's winter apocalypse oh, craziness. My God. Like snowed in. We didn't have power. So my, we had to go to my grandma's barn, which had power. Y'all, <laughs> we don't do snow in Texas. No, we don't. We just don't do that. Especially Waco, Texas maybe up in the panhandle that we don't do snow ice nothing like we shut down yeah we didn't know what to do <laughs> seriously so i'm thinking well maybe this is my opportunity to have a home birth my husband is an emt and firefighter so oh, he's like hey you'll know he's like no that's not happening i think on the third one maybe i can convince him that's my Get back to me on that one yeah third and i fourth. just did an uh podcast episode um it was released last Wednesday. Actually, I don't know when I'm marrying this one. But the, it's uh, talking about what is a home birth. And the guest was um, Caitlin Fusco, who does Happy Home Birth Podcast and Happy oh. Home Birth Academy. And it's all this information. Anyway, so we just did it. So that's on my brain. Yeah. So, so that's still my goal. I would love to have a home birth, but also have to, you know, honor his wishes. And of course. Too. But I'm the one laboring. So, you know. <laughs> this is true. Yeah. So anyways, the second one, yeah, was in the crazy winter storm. Mm. Um, Nimsy was my doula mm -hmm. for that one. She was amazing. Luckily, her and Morgan were both able to make it. The so roads great. were like, it took us 30, lo 30 minutes longer than it typically oh, would take no. us to get to the hospital. So that was like the worst ride of my mm. life. Um, and then once we got there, I can't remember how many centimeters I was dilated, but by the time we got there to the time I delivered was only an hour. So wow. way shorter, oh, yeah. quicker birth, which was, thank God. Yeah. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So how did you incorporate, do you remember thinking about and being very deliberate in your breathing with either the first or the second, like applying all of those things. Yeah. I think since I had been practicing it for so mm -hmm. long, it comes maybe more naturally to me now mm -hmm. than maybe someone first starting it, but it's all a practice. Like it's something yeah. you have to practice yeah. and it's something I prepped for, for labor too and yeah. delivery. Um, so I would do, I use, I think it was the calm app and there was another really good one that I used uh that kind of you mean kind of takes you through the breathing process yeah that can walk you through if you don't want to just do it by yourself oh, oh so insight timer is a good it's a free app but they have if you just like search pregnancy they have specific ones for that cool yeah so um that's kind of how i prepped i guess my mind and my body before birth but then just working on breathing and i mean i would say when the contractions start i just automatically go into that Deep, for sure. deep inhale and exhale. But if you're not used to doing that, like this is something we all have to cultivate and practice. Right. And um, it's not to say that you can't do it or, or it will never come naturally to you because, you know, right. you just got to practice it. Right. Because the key, you guys, and, and I agree with uh, Danny that in life, you know, we have to de-stress. And not only do you need that mentally and emotionally, which what which is what most of us think of when we talk about stress is how it affects us emotionally and mentally. but the effects stress have has on you physically is a big deal. So I agree with Danny. We're not just talking about specific childbirth here in terms of breathing. It is beneficial for your whole life and, and to, to start doing it, to continue to do it. Get in touch with people that know how to guide you through this properly, especially if you feel like, Y'all are just breathing. Like, I don't get it. Like, <laughs> I mean, what what are we doing here, you know? And so the name of the game in childbirth is relaxing. And the best way to do that is to start with your breath. And so if you're not relaxing, 
especially if you're wanting to try to accomplish a natural childbirth, you're not wanting a lot of interventions or pain meds, then if you're not relaxing, that means you're tensing and that means it's going to hurt more and it's going to take longer. Yeah. And now a word from our sponsors. So trust me Mm -hmm. that if your goal and if your focus and your prep, like you said, Danny, is relaxing your muscles and your body and using breath to do that, then it is not going to hurt as much. Your labor and delivery is going to go much smoother, quicker, and you're going to be singing my praises. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you what, (laughs) just doing that alone right there. Yep. That's all. I would say if you could do one tool or have yes. one thing that you're practicing up until labor and delivery, yes. it's your breathing. Like, absolutely. And I didn't speak to this, but um, if you want to then help more calming relaxation, which is what we're working on in birth, the breath would be a shorter inhale, a longer exhale. Okay. So that's going to take you a while to like work up to if yeah. I'm automatically telling you take three counts in five counts out if you're first starting this you're gonna be like I can't even make it to three on my inhale you know Mm. so work your way up and start slowly on maybe just one long count of one you know take a deep breath in for one and then exhale for two one two and then work your way up and then do two counts in four counts out and then just keep working your way up and it's always a shorter inhale longer exhale now I will say if you're trying to like pump yourself up and, you know, wake up in the morning or that afternoon slump and you just need to like get going, the inhale can be longer than the exhale. So you can switch it and that will kind of give you a little bit more energy or rev you up. But even maybe a tip if you're feeling like, yeah, clients are, or if you're in labor Mm -hmm. and you're like, I just can't do this. Maybe you need to take a few breaths that are quicker, um, longer inhales, shorter exhales, and then switch it back to lowering you know, relaxing everything again. Yeah. And you mentioned um, just stress overall, like having such an effect on everything. And I would say if I can like go back and pinpoint one thing that was affecting or elevating my endometriosis at the time before Mm. I got pregnant, I would say it would be stress. Wow. And I always say everything is stemmed from stress though. Like no matter what it is, digestive issues, Mm -hmm. anxiety issues, fertility issues, like all of that can stem from stress because then it affects, it's just like a cascade effect to everything else. And so even when I'm working with, you know, other women and trying to figure out well, why are you not having a cycle or what else Mm. might be going on? Can you get out of whatever stressful situation that you're in? Or if you have to stay in it, what tools can you use or do that will help lessen that stress load? Yeah. And so um, going back to pinpointing that for me was, I mean, I was running the yoga studio all by myself. Mm -hmm. I mean, I had my instructors were like, oh my God, such a huge help. I wouldn't have been able to do it without them, but financially and running a brick and mortar shop by yourself alone is just Mm -hmm. a lot. And it was just getting to that point where my endometriosis kept getting worse and worse and my cysts kept growing. And I'm like, I don't know what else to do. And so we were going to move locations onto Washington um, by refit. They're amazing. Oh yeah. And then um, I did end up getting pregnant, but in that, and so that's why I ended up closing. Cause I'm like, God, this is just a sign yeah. of like, this is the time to shut it down and Got it. Um, just be at home with the babies. But within that time, I had already kind of made that decision. I think in my mind that I was going to just 
like this was the time to shut Mm -hmm. it down within Mm -hmm. the transition of moving. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you, that was my stress load. Like, so I got rid of that. Yeah. My major stress load and then started with the fertility protocol, actually with doTERRA essential oils. I've been using them for like eight years, but there's different supplements, which other brands have similar types of things. But this is just what I personally used Mm -hmm. and what worked for my body. It's not going to work for everyone. Um, but anyways, got on a, pr- a protocol from a friend of mine who had a friend that was a doula that gave me this protocol. Oh and so anyways, she's amazing. And, and so that's the other one main thing, I think breathing. And then if you're dealing with, um, any sort of hormone or fertility issues is cleaning up your environment mm-hmm. as much as you can and getting rid of any toxic stuff. And yeah. I mean, a lot of people still don't even the people in my community, like that's what we talk about all the time. So that that's like just what we're used Normal. to. But I know there's so many people that have not even thought of a plug-in in their home possibly affecting their fertility. Right? Uh, no, no one is thinking that. No. I yeah. promise you, Danny, nobody is thinking of <laughs> that's that my brain. plug-in. <laughs> I don't know if I can get pregnant because I have this plugged in. Nobody's thinking that. You're so right. So we need more not just information because what I, what I feel like is the information's out there. We need more awareness. Yeah, totally. And in some way, whether that's, I don't know, hosting more events or doing podcast episodes or, um, I don't know, but yeah, there, there's so many things that we don't know. And I tell my clients that all the time, especially first time moms, you don't know what you don't know. So when you go in for this first birth experience, and let's say you're going to the hospital, you don't know what it's going to be like to go through triage. Mm-hmm. You don't know all the questions they're going to ask you while you're having contractions and papers you got to sign and IV. You, you don't know all that. Yeah. You know, you don't know what they mean when they say that the baby is having heart D cells. Those are good D cells. Those are bad D cells. Like you don't know what they're talking about. And so education is our man our new norm i feel like in this generation is hey let's get informed about everything i mean y'all you can look up so much stuff Mm -hmm. now youtube channels good grief i mean that alone (laughs) i'm not saying every youtube channel is good or has the right information um but i would i would say this i would encourage you guys to i'm sure there are people in your life or in your community that you trust that you see their lifestyle, you see who they are as people and you go, you know what? I'm going to pick their brain. I think I'm going to listen to them because if you've got too many voices, too many resources that you're trying to listen to and take in, it can get really confusing. Yeah. And really you feel confusing. alone too. Yes. Like you're doing it all by yourself and hire a doula guys, <laughs> hire a doula. <laughs> and like you guys guide us through everything. And so then um, they're your little encyclopedia of all your questions that you want to yeah. ask and you don't have to Google everything by yourself and mm. still have to decipher what is right for you and what is not. And yeah. your doula can help you figure that out. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, I was thinking a minute ago, you were talking about something and it made me uh, think about, um, I don't know how many of you guys know what uh, perineal massage is. But let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. <laughs> so that's one thing we encourage our clients to do. It is one thing that I did with all of my pregnancies, every single one of them, the last five weeks before I deliver. My husband was a huge help in this. And it's basically, okay, 
not technically stretching your perineum, okay? Because you're not stretching. A lot of people think you're supposed to be stretching to a ten. It's not your perineum <laughs> that goes to a ten. It's it, it's your it's your cervix. So you're not like trying to stretch this poor sweet woman to a ten, like the size of a baby's head. That's don't do that, please. Please don't do that. It's more about how rubber bands are. If you pull them, they're tight, and if you release that tension how pliable it is, how loose that is. And that's what you're looking for um, with perineal massage. These, these bands in there are never been used, never been stretched. I mean, think about it, even even in sex. Mm-hmm. I mean, the penis is going straight back. It's not hitting the sides. Mm-hmm. So it's super sensitive and very tight. So anyway, we talk about this. And so through the perineal massage, it's about a 15, 20 minute a night exercise and your the goal is to relax while pressure is being applied while this massage slow motion is being applied and so I'm thinking about the breath I'm thinking about the breathing again I'm thinking about that was the only way that I was able to especially the first few times kind of get through it so what the benefit of that is yes you're you're helping to release tension in the perineum but what you're also doing is teaching yourself how to relax while you feel pressure. This is a big deal in pushing you guys, because when you're pushing a baby, you have to push, which requires effort and strength and relax those muscles all at the same time. That is not easy to do. Not easy to do at all. So I'm going to encourage you guys to look into perineal massage. And that's a good way, like you were talking about, to prep, to practice before you get to birth. What is this going to look like? How am I going to approach and attack these contractions, these these pushes that I'm going to have to do, Mm -hmm. you know? Totally. And I, so I did that with both my births and I actually used, um, diluted helichrysum. If you've ever heard yeah. of essential oil, yes. which is really great. It's like nature stitches. So really great yes. at blood, um, preventing like mm-hmm. excess blood flow. And so the first, I don't think on either of them, I had like, you know, intense bleeding or anything. I didn't. Um, the first one that was a long labor. So I, I didn't tear though, because I think it was so long. Mm -hmm. The second one was a little bit more fast action. Yes. So I did, um, tear, but it was more on just like the labia. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't, um, I don't even know what that's called, but not deep getting back to the rectum and all that. Right. Yes. Yeah. So it wasn't that kind of tear, which that's where I, you know, we were doing the massage. Mm -hmm. So I mean, I think for sure I would still do it a hundred percent for every birth in the future. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think it's key. And, um, you know, I had pretty big babies. I did this exercise, like I said, with all of them and I didn't tear with any of my kids. Oh my. And so I'm, it's not because I'm super women, yo, like I'm not. It's because it's because I was really intentional and focused on how can I prepare for this? Because I'm choosing to have a natural birth. I don't want all of these other things. So you got to prepare differently for that because you're not just walking in and going, hit me up with the epidural so I can sleep. You know what I'm saying? Very different approach. And there's nothing wrong with that approach. I mean, even some if you women are getting know. an epidural, you got to still prep for all these things. You do. I mean, I agree with that. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Okay. So. You mentioned at the beginning of the podcast kind of what your interests are, but can you maybe tell us more specifically what you're up to, what you're putting your hands to, what you want to be doing, how you want to be helping people, serving people. If someone was going to reach out to you, hey, this is what I'm passionate about. 
cover that? Those are great questions. And makes me really think about what I want right Good. now out of life. Yeah. Um, so it's still been three years since I've like really been in the yoga community within Waco and dabbled mm-hmm. back into it. Um, I feel like I'm slowly getting back into that. And uh, we talked about like the little 30 second pause breath work. If you follow yeah. me on Instagram, it's uh, at Danny underscore L Harris. And I was feeling this pool. I guess it was last year when I started. Gosh, I don't even know. It's been months now, but yeah, feeling a pool to do something. And every time I run into someone that used to come to the yoga bar, they always oh. like just fill me back up with all yeah. the things I loved about it. And it just keeps giving me a little nudge of like, you got to get back into this Good. in some way, shape or form. And so it, reels I'm like well I don't really know how to do a reel but I can I can do something on it for 30 seconds and not have to edit anything you know um and so I just kind of said to myself I'm just going to start with breath and that's just going to be an easy thing at the time last year and of course the year before everyone's like on social media but we're not like really doing anything actively in our Mm. outside lives and I feel like that's then causing all of this anxiety and depression and everything in our world and I just thought if I could have something people scroll past and they stop for even 30 seconds to just like reset their mind and even if that helps them get off social media at that point Mm. um, then that would be my job done you know cool so I started that and uh, it's just a fun thing for me now. And um, I just, you know, it's just natural. It's coming and now natural. Your babies every day. are involved. Yes. Yeah. They get involved too. And now Millie is directing everyone to take a deep breath in and uh-huh. out. And, but when you're doing those things around your kids or even like your yes. husband, my husband has not like stopped in his tracks and breathes, <laughs> but I know that it's affecting him in some way to see us doing yeah. that. Um, so yeah, breathing, getting back into things slowly, um, hoping to like dabble a little bit more back into the yoga community Good. and um, working with Duality and Yoga Aid and the local studios here in Waco. Du- if you are local, Duality is starting a prenatal, um, postnatal every I can't remember what the day of the week it is, but it's going to be an every week class. Yeah. So if you're expecting or are postpartum or just want to come to a nice hip opener class, um, you should check that out. And I know Yoga 8, I think, has some um, prenatal and postnatal kind Mm -hmm. of classes, too. So anyways, hopefully I'll be back in that scene soon and teaching a little bit more. You know, I've thought about doing things, more options, availability online to whatever it might be meditation or yoga so I'm still working with that but other than that I just really teach wellness classes around town and online and again it's like a variety of topics but what I'm most passionate about is um, just happy and healthy hormones and Mm -hmm. trying to give women another solution and a natural option first try it see if it works if it doesn't there's always other options Mm -hmm. out there but work with me first and see if we can help get something back on track. And Mm -hmm. yeah, if someone reached out to me, um, I mean, I'm an open book, so I'll just help you out as much as I can. And I would say my goal for the next four months is to just impact as many lives as I possibly can with finding natural solutions for whatever might be ailing you. It does not have to be hormonal things. Although that's what well, I, like. I hope that I I didn't know that you were about to start doing that. So I hope this podcast it's also helpful and kind of giving you that boost and getting the word out there uh, for people to look you up, to contact you where you're teaching these classes and get more educated, get more familiar. And even if one of the topics is not something you need to hear, you probably know somebody 
that needs to hear it. Any wellness topic that you're learning about, you're going to pull something from to then deal with whatever you're currently going through. Good, good. And you gave us your Instagram handle already. Mm -hmm. Is that just the main way to find you? Yeah, that's me for now. Yeah, no website or anything. Just at Danny, D-A-N-I underscore L-E-L-L-E-H-A-R-R-I-S. Wonderful. This has been so fun, Micah. This has been great. We've been trying to get together and do this for a little while. And so I'm so glad we finally got to do it. I love how these two things merge so beautifully, what you're doing, what I'm doing. And I think yoga, y'all, is a really great option for anyone. I especially i am going to encourage these pregnant mamas, postpartum mamas. It's, it's gentle on your body. And then, like we were talking about, just that... The breathing and the relaxation is just going to go hand in hand with what you're going to need for childbirth. So so these two things work well together and collide in a really beautiful way. So thank you, Danny, for yeah. being with me today. You guys give us feedback because I would love to offer mm. just like a free YouTube video of stretching or breathing, cool. guiding you through breath or anything like that. Can we close with some breath? Oh, yeah. Let's do okay. It. So again, if you're driving, don't close your eyes. But if you guys want to close your eyes or put a hand to your heart or your belly, you can. And again, we're going to be taking those deep, full belly breaths. So just remember on your inhale, I want you to fill your belly up first, like you're filling up a balloon, then your chest, open your shoulders. And then on your exhale, belly softens, pull it back in, chest softens, shoulders. We'll just take three together. Take a deep breath in through your nose. Open your mouth. It can be audible. Inhale through your nose, fill that belly up, then the chest, open the shoulders. Exhale, try to take it out for a little bit longer. Pull those ribs back together, pull your belly button back in towards your spine. And last one, deep breath in through your nose, fill the whole body up. And exhale, let it go. Hope you feel great. Beautiful. Thank you, Danny. Thank you. Hey, thanks for joining me on Game Day Birds Not Balls. You can follow me on my Instagram page at mydoulamica. You can also find me on wagodula.com, wagodula's on Facebook. And if you like what you heard, you can subscribe or you can find us on roguemedianetwork.com. Thanks for joining us. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast. Podcast.